Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. It is January 13th, 2020. Whew, 2000 and, ooh, that still sounds so powerful. 2020. Um, you're listening to Church Boy Confessions. I'm your host, Emmanuel Iheke. I hope you guys have had a wonderful week. You know what I'm saying? Starting up a new week. It's Monday. You know, a lot of us, hopefully, we still got our resolutions. Hopefully, we still got that, you know, New Year vibe where we're really ready to, you know, take on the new year with new mindsets and all that different stuff. And um, today, I kind of like, I have a really cool message today. Um, I really hope, like, people listen to this message just because this message has been something that God has personally been um, using to work on me. And I thought, you know, I finally got to the point where I've kind of like understood the message enough to where I can start translating it to you guys. Um, and I guess you say like this message, you know, it first came to me um, with the transition of the new year. Um, I was actually like influenced by this message from uh, this, my Sunday school teacher back in San Diego. And I don't know, like I'm, I'm just going to start talking about it. <laughs> Um, but actually, before I say that, you know, I think uh, what kind of goes along with the message is it's my birthday, um, January 13th, 2020. Um, I was born 1998. I'm 22 years old today. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. And the reason why I say that is, you know, first of all, wish me happy birthday. <clears throat> and second of all, um, it actually kind of goes in line with what I wanted to talk about in general. Um, whenever I get around my birthday, I get really reminiscent. I get really reflective. Um, and I mean, even even in the new year too, like the new year, my birthday, I get really reflective, really reminiscent. Um, and it's easy for me to really talk about where God has brought me from. And I guess like the, <sighs> what's amazing to me is the transformation that God has, you know, brought me through even in the past four years of being in college. Um, and, and, and honestly beyond that, but like just, literally what's happened the past four years that I've been here in college is just insane. Um, and, you know, I look back and I remember, you know, there's this uh, post that we posted last week. Um, I think is I think his name is Michael Todd, the pastor. I'm sorry if I got the wrong name, but um, he says something about like, God didn't call you in order to change you into who he needs you to be. But like, he called you like, as messed up as you are like you know what i'm saying like of course he's going to change us and we're going to be better and everything but like he calls you when you're broken he calls you when you're imperfect when you're quote unquote unqualified and all that different stuff and like because he believes that you are and he believes that you are you know so great and a lot of us we don't really see how great we are in those moments like when god first calls us so we start to disqualify ourselves we start to feel like we're not worthy of um of the tasks that God has blessed us with. And I think that that has been me for so long, um, you know, growing up and I've talked about it time and time again, the amount of insecurities that I had, um, and even coming into college, the amount of insecurities that I had. And like the fact that God saw something in me back then as insecure as I was, as faithless as I was, as hopeless as I was, as really just man, fragile, as fragile as I was, God really saw me there and said that I'm going to use Emmanuel. And it's like now that I'm, you know, walking in my purpose and I'm maturing in my faith, and it's just like, yo, I feel I'm I'm in the best state that I've been in in my life. 
Literally, I mean, I, I, I can talk about this starting back in August of 2019 when God gave me the revelation and I talked about it um, in the cri- the criteria episode. God has literally been transforming my life. He's been transforming my mind. Um, and it's just crazy because I can think about a year ago around this time, I was crying on the phone talking to my sister. Why? Because we weren't getting enough engagement as a company on Instagram. And I, I had posted a post and it just wasn't working. And so many things just wasn't working. And I was so frustrated. And I called my sister and I was crying on the phone. Fragile. Completely reactionary. Reacting to life. You know, if, if anything happened, I, I was starting to reassess who I was. If anything happened, I mean, I could be feeling good about myself. Everything's going great. But the moment something does not go the way as planned, I react. And I react by reassessing myself. Who am I? What am I about? What, who do people say that I am? What am I perceived to be? What can I accomplish? What, what abilities do I have? Who am I to the next person? And the reason why I bring this up is because it's amazing to see how God can transform us once we say yes and once we surrender to his plans, once we surrender to his will. God grows us. God cultivates us. God nurtures us. The way I see it sometimes is that, like, you know, we we always have that masterpiece in us, but God is 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 that artist you know like and he's just chipping away the parts of you know clay that he doesn't need and like is just really getting to the masterpiece that's hidden in the clay like that's our relationship with God when we're doing what he wants us to do like that's it you know um I think that one thing that has really been like a pattern for me you know, like getting to this point was that God has always been like trying to bless me and get me to realize how great I was and um, um how, how much he wanted to use me and all that different stuff. He's always been wanting me to feel good about myself, but I'd always get the blessing, get the word, get the promise or whatever. And somehow I feel like it would just wear off. Maybe it evaporated. It diminished. You know, and it's like we talk about, you know, a a common word that's used is spiritual high. You know, maybe you went to like some type of uh, what's it called? One uh, like a retreat. Yeah. Like maybe you went to a retreat um, and like you feel so good about God and then maybe you give it a week and like, eh, you're not as close to God. Like you're not as fired up anymore. That spiritual high. I mean, I always feared having a spiritual high. I always feared somehow being so close to God and then end up like just wearing off. Um and God finally spoke to me on that, you know, because like I've had so many encounters with God telling me that, hey, like, you know, stick, steer the course. Like I've, I've given you your purpose. I've, I've shown you that this is what I want you to do. I've shown you your calling. Stay with it. You know what I'm saying? This is what's going to happen. Steer the course. Right. But it's like I could be fired up. Yeah. You know, maybe you come out of church on Sunday. Yeah, I'm fired up. And then, you know, halfway through the week or, you know, maybe the next day or something happens and you become reactionary. Then you start to reassess your entire life. You come down off the spiritual high. I ultimately always had a fear of losing the messages that God was giving me. The messages that he was putting in me. And that's where I want to start this message. Um, Matthew chapter nine, verse 16. 
I'm reading two verses, Matthew chapter 9, verse 16 to 17. And this is Jesus speaking. Sorry, in verse 16. No man putteth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment, for that which is put in to, in to fill it up taketh from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine runneth out, and the bottles perish, but they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding his word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. This is it right here. Really, I want to hone in on verse 17. They kind of are saying the same thing, but I really want to hone in on the analogy of verse 17 of this new wine and the old wine skin or the old bottles. Um, most versions say old wine skin. So like I'm just going to be saying old wine skin, but this like version that I just read said old bottles. Um, but there's a reason why I like to say wine skins and I'm going to paint that whole analogy. Um, this verse is saying that you can't put old new wine in an old wine skin. Let's let's reel that back. What what is what the heck does that mean? I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody like drinks wine out of a wine skin in 2020. And if you do, um, you need to grow up. Anyways, um, <laughs> you need to move forward. <laughs> um, but it's saying that you can't put new wine in old wine skin. So if you know anything about this or whatever, like about making wine or whatever, I really don't know much about it. My Sunday school teacher explained it, so I'm just gonna explain it the way he explained it. So the thing about like wine is that when you pour it into like a container or like when it's being made it's something about its fermentation or whatever all i know is when you put new wine into a wine skin the wine expands or the gases in it expands something like that so the wine skin whatever wine skin that you put it in has to have the ability to expand with the volume of like the that the wine is taking up so like the problem with having a new uh, old wineskin is that old wineskins, since they've already been expanded and everything, like they can't expand if you put new wine into it. Like so it's going to rip. Whereas if you put a new wineskin, new wine into new wineskin, like the new wine can expand and the new wineskin will expand with it and it'll hold it. Right. Um, but what it's saying here in the scripture is that if you put that new wine into an old wineskin, um, the wine is going to run out and the bottle is going to perish because, I mean, you know, the, the wine skin is going to rip. Um, and all of this, I feel, is a perfect analogy for us who have received the word from God, a promise from God, some type of gift from God, whatever it is, that new wine from God. But it's been poured into an old wine skin. And a lot of the ways that this is preached upon is that that old wine skin in all in each of our lives are those bad habits is that, is that thought process ultimately that mentality pouring new wine into old wine skin some people will say new ideas into an old mindset so right now i think that my task has been to do what needs to be done in order to get rid of the old wine skin and put on the new wineskin. Get rid of my old mindsets and welcome a new mindset, a new mindset that can expand with all of the new ideas and the new things that God wants to do in my life. Ultimately, if I put everything in layman terms, is that God is trying to do some big things in a lot of people's lives, but because their mindset is not big enough, because they maybe don't have enough faith, because they don't have, they don't believe that they're worthy enough, it's not being done. And what we need to understand through this teaching is that 
we have to be able to yield to what God is doing in our lives in order for him to actually, uh, for, uh, for us to really accomplish and, 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 and uh, really like be fulfilled and actually fulfill like, you know, the task that he's given us. Um, I wanted to lay emphasis on a part that says, when it says, if, if you have a new bottle, new wine skin and a new wine, both are preserved. Me feeling overwhelmed whenever like I have a task given by God is a perfect example of how I have to change my mindset. It's a lot of us, you know, like maybe, you know, we're doing what God wants us to do, but we're feeling overwhelmed. I know for me, like I get scared. I get scared a lot. Um, I could sound super confident, but I can get scared. And like, you know, I, I kind of get comforted because, you know, there's like this uh, saying, I, I, I don't, I forgot who said it, but it was saying like, you know, courage is not the absence of fear, but it's the triumph over fear. I get scared, you know what I'm saying? And like, sometimes that fear um, makes me very hesitant. It makes me second guess. It makes me doubt all that different stuff. Um, but ultimately, like what I've seen is that, you know, a lot of those times when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling trapped and all of that, like that fear and everything is because all the big things that all the big ideas that God is putting in my head, like I have, I'm not expanding with it. Um, I, I read in this article that, you know, like you have to be able to yield to the stretching, as a new wine expands, the, the, the wineskin has to yield to the expansion. Yield as in like you have to submit to it. You have to let it happen. And I thought that that was really interesting. Whereas we have to intentionally submit to the new ideas, to the big things that God wants us to do, to his will in our lives. We cannot continue to fight it. When you're not believing when you're doubting yourself, when you're when you're doubting the promises of God coming to be, you're not submitting to God. You're not submitting to what he wants to do in your life. How is how is he supposed to fulfill the promise if you're not going to let him? If you're not going to believe in it. And like do understand that by all means like God is almighty and all that different stuff and like he can do whatever um yeah, I mean he's powerful all that different stuff, but it's like he's not going to force his blessing down your throat. Like we talk about, like there's this story um, with the woman with the issue of blood, how, you know, she believed that if she could touch Jesus's garment, that she would be healed. And she did. And she was healed. And what did Jesus say to her? She said, he said that your faith has made you whole. We have faith. And we ought to use that faith to access God's promises, God's gifts for us. And that faith, I mean, like, a lot of it, like Kendrick said the verse, I've probably quoted it a million times already. The universe works mentally. Everything starts mentally, yo. Like you have to give that space for God's ideas and his promises. You have to be convinced by, you have to be convinced by his promises. You have to literally change your mind. You have to change your mind. You cannot continue to operate in an old mindset Maybe your base, these mindsets are based off of old fears, based off of things that you went through as a child, based off of um, relationship, past relationships that have scarred you. Whatever it is, when God wants to do a new thing in your life, you have to let the old things go. You have to let the old mindset go because if you don't, then you're not going to be able to expand 
with God. You're not going to be able to be in rhythm with God. You have to be in rhythm. You have to be able to yield to his promises. And you can't do that if you're not submitting. If you're not if you're not submitting to what he has planned for you. You have to change your mind. I was looking at a I mean, still from the same article, it gave me three things that I needed to focus on in order to um, really like get a new wineskin. Um, the first one was repent. You know, we normally like see this word is like repent, stop sinning. But really like repent means like you got to change your mind. You know, like you have to intentionally change your mind. Start believing in the new wine. And the things that God is pouring into you, put your faith in it, change your mind, whatever, you know, like the the second thing that I'm, I'm, I'm like going into, it says replace those bad habits, those bad thoughts that you normally have, replace it with the good ones. Be intentional about this. This is not something that's just going to come naturally. Be intentional about, oh, that's a bad thought. That's a toxic thought that doesn't line with God's um, new promises. That doesn't align with the new wine. So I have to change that. I have to get a good thought in order to replace that thought. I have to get affirmation in order to to replace those bad habits and those bad thoughts. And the last thing, the third thing was to relax. This is something that I have like a lot of trouble with. You have to be able to relax. You have to be able to let the process work. That's what it said. Because the same way it took you all that time to, you know what I'm saying, like, to build all that fear, to build all that, you know, doubt and let it control like the things that you do. The same time it took you to build all those bad habits, it's going to take time to break them down. It's going to take time to build up new good ones. Let the process work. A lot of times we strain ourselves to see results whenever God wants to do something in our lives. But rather than doing that, we could just pay attention to the things that God needs us to do practically, like repenting and replacing, repenting and replacing, and the results will show at some point. New wine cannot mix with the old wineskin. New ideas cannot mix with your old mentality. It's 2020. I'm 22 years old. I can't have the same mindset that I had when I was 16. I can't have the same mindset that I had when I was 18, when I was 19, 20, 21, literally. I have to I have to grow. I have to expand. I can't stay here. If God's getting bigger then I have to like if God's ideas and his promises and like what he wants me to do is getting bigger, then I have to change my mind so I can be convinced that, hey, OK, it's possible. It's possible. He needs our faith. He needs us to believe if we're going to do what he wants us to do. That's just the way it is. So do yourself a favor moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Like this year is still the beginning of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're doubting God doing whatever he, you know, he wants to do in your life, stop doubting. Take the practical steps. Anything that's causing you to just be like. to Anything that's causing you. To dis to not believe Anything that's causing you to continue to doubt yourself, anything that's causing you to continue to be insecure, all is it like pinpoint those things. What is your old wineskin? 
Ask yourself that question. What are the things in my life that is causing me to have this old mentality that's not able to submit to God's new will, to his new wine, to his promises? Write it down. For me, I could talk about it being insecurities. I could talk about my own lusts. I mean, I could talk about comparing. I can talk about, I mean, (laughs) the list goes on. Write it down. And then you'll be able to pinpoint those things. Repent and replace. Repent and replace. Affirm yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and affirm yourself. Say that I can do everything that God has called me to do. Repent and replace. God's going to do it. You're going you're gonna to get rid of the old wine skin. You're going to have the new wine skin. That's going to happen. So when God pours all his new promises, all, all the things that he wants, all the things, that he, all the messages, all that stuff, when he pours that into you, you're going to be able to keep it. No more spiritual highs. No more being scared that one day you're going to lose these ideas, these, this blessing, this feeling of being close to God. Nah, that stuff is done with. Because we understand that we have to grow our mindsets in the same pace that God is growing us. <laughs> So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I got to give the room back to my roommate. <laughs> so, we're going to cut this episode. Um, I'm thankful for you guys. Um, a year ago, I was not doing this. I was not doing this podcast at all. But I'm blessed to be here. Um, turning 22, like literally like the podcast day falling on my birthday is a blessing. Um Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we're going to go into comp- confessions. Ah, We're going to go into confessions. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this day that you've blessed us with, God. Thank you so much, God, for what you're going to do in our lives moving forward, God. Because we are going to put away the old, whites, old wineskin, God. Lord, we're going we're gonna to bring a new wineskin, Father God, for you to pour in your new messages, your new lessons, your new promises, all the big ideas, Father God. You're going you're gonna to pour it into us, God, and we're going to be able to expand along with it. We're going to be able to submit to it, to yield to it, God. Lord, you've been giving us big ideas. You've been giving us big dreams, Lord. But our old mindsets, our small mindsets have not been able to hold it, God. God, you've been blessing us so much, and we'll get on that spiritual high, Father God, and then we'll lose it all, God, because we haven't changed our mind. We haven't changed the bad habits. But God, I pray that you help us, Lord, that you help us to do better, that you help us to be intentional, to replace the bad habits with good ones intentionally, bad thoughts with good ones intentionally, Lord, to reshape, to refurnish our mindset so it will be able to hold the new wine to expand with the new wine. To you be the glory, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in once again. This is the Church Boy Confessions. I'm Emmanuel Hecke. This is all powered by Unassociated, and we will not stop until the wheels fall off. Is that the saying? I believe that's the saying. We're not stopping until the wheels fall off, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys have a wonderful week. Be blessed. Peace.